Welcome, everyone. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. Welcome to uh, Straight Ballin'. And uh, what we could call the shit. I didn't want to do this episode. I didn't want to have to do this. I didn't ever want to get to this point episode of Straight Ballin'. Duke is done. Duke is eliminated. We're going to get to that. It's been, it's, uh, it's an up and down. It's an up and down pod. It's going to be an up and down podcast. There's, there are some highs. There are, there are some lows. I have a big list of things to talk about. It's been a week. We've got a ton of games, right? There was games today, games yesterday, Friday, uh, Thursday, since I last recorded, <coughs> excuse me. And, um, part of me just wants to just chuck it out the window and not talk about anything except the Duke game. And Tyler Hero. But I think we should I think we should probably we should probably cover some stuff, right? We should cover the Sweet 16. So let's cut let's cut we don't even, I don't even have any I don't even have any Wisconsin stuff to cover, right? Do, do I I don't think I do. They're done. Marquette's done. So it's essentially Duke, the Wisconsin guys, and there's one of them. Well, McCabe. Let's just get through McCabe real quick, right? We'll just we'll cover McCabe and get on with it. They lost to Coastal Carolina. He 11-4-6, three steals in 30 minutes. Okay. McCabe, you're coming on the podcast. We'll get more in depth when you come on the podcast this summer. I truly do believe I will get McCabe on the podcast. And So the rest of what we have a podcast of what? Of Duke and Tyler Hero. That's, that's what the podcast is, right? I mean, we can talk about the NBA, but I mean, do we really, do we really want to talk about the NBA? I don't know. I'm I'm in mourning, everyone. I'm in I'm in I'm in mourning. It's it's not easy. It's it's nine o'clock. So I've had a few hours. I was tempted to <laughs> come and record immediately after the Duke loss, but I chose not not to. I was gonna go out. I was uh, gonna go out and meet someone out for uh, for a couple of drinks, and I was just like, I don't I don't I don't want to be out. I want to just sit. I want to sit. And uh, and think about it, which I did, and I still am pissed off, which again we'll get to. Let's just talk about the Sweet Sixteen in general, right? So, some highlights, I guess we could talk about Purdue, Tennessee. Wow, Tennessee got hosed. That was uh, that was ridiculous. That's not a that's not a foul. That is not not a foul. Not a foul on the three. You do not call that. If you even think it's a foul, it's not a foul. Tennessee should have beaten Purdue. And is it really relevant because Purdue, that's, you know, karma is karma. Purdue loses to Virginia because, <laughs> you know, they're up, they're up three. They foul, free throws made, miss free throw, kids tipped out, buzzer beater, overtime, and then you lose. So I guess Purdue, you know, you got, you know, you know. can you imagine if this tournament had, had two Big Ten teams? In the final four, can you imagine if there was two Big Ten teams in the final four? I that's crazy to me. Thank God there's not. I already don't. I, don't, I already do not want to watch if Purdue is in it. Not like Virginia is like this up and down team. I guess Purdue is an up and down. You know, Purdue's probably more. They are more enjoyable to watch than Virginia. But being an ACC guy, I can't imagine if there's two Big Ten teams in the in the final four. But Purdue got what you know. They never should have. They never should have beaten Tennessee. They got lucky, and. And and they paid for it, I guess, against Virginia. So they're done. I'm just I'm looking through my notes. I normally have a big board. I I I just I didn't have it in me today. I didn't have it in me to sit down 
and do more prep work um, in my on my big board. I have it on my phone, so I'm scrolling through my board. So I apologize for any uh, spaces in in um, talking here. So I just have my notes in my Purdue, Tennessee. Uh, again, yeah, you don't make that fall call on the three at the end. That's it was it was an iffy call to to start anyways, and you just don't you don't you don't make it. You do not make it. Moving on to other, I guess, areas. Texas Tech, Michigan. Holy mother of God! It was six to six with ten minutes left in the in the first half of that game. It was so awful. I was like, is is uh is Greg Gard coaching against um Bull Ryan? Who's coaching against Tony Bennett in this game? Six to six with ten minutes left. Just think, think about that. If you're listening to this podcast, you're a basketball person, right? You like, you enjoy basketball. You like basketball. You probably love basketball. Six to six with ten minutes left in the first half. Let that sink in. Okay, moving on to the North Carolina Kentucky bracket. Auburn three point shooting against North Carolina was absolutely ridiculous. It's tough. You know, I really, really wanted a Duke-North Carolina final. I know I talked about Duke-Kentucky final, which we're not getting that either, obviously. I really, I, I, I've just, I've, I say to Mike, I'm like, I want, in our lifetime, I want to see a Duke-North Carolina championship. I just think it would be the most amazing, amazing game ever. I just think it's, I just think it's, it would be so special. I want it so bad. And I thought we, I thought this year we could really get it. And then North Carolina, and it's tough because like, I'm, I'm watching the game and I'm I'm smiling. I'm I'm I like it. I like that North Carolina lost, but I you know I'm I'm torn. I I wanted to see a Duke North Carolina championship, so I'm disappointed in that. But obviously I'm happy that North Carolina is out because I don't want to see North Carolina win a championship at all ever. So speaking of not winning, wanting to see a team or a person win a championship, Tyler Hero and Kentucky. So I have a couple, you know, Kentucky, Houston. I, he hit, a, yeah, he hit, he hits a, he hits a big three at the end with 26 seconds left. You know, and it's it's this over dramatic and over exaggerated, you know, announcing Tyler Hero is a machine. Okay, whatever, and yeah, hit some free throws at the end. Great game, Tyler Hero. Let's talk about the Auburn game today. I've I said I wanted. Duke and Kentucky in the national championship. Aside from Duke, North Carolina, I want there's part of me that want to do Kentucky, so Duke could just hammer Kentucky again. Obviously, there's part of me that does not want Kentucky near the national championship because I don't want to hear about Tyler here anymore. So I was happy to see Kentucky go down. I really was. And if you watch the game today, here this is <laughs> this is how the game starts in the early. Let's say probably first ten minutes. I don't know. He hits a he hits a three in transition. Okay, and, and Tyler here didn't shoot well today. He did not he did not did not have a good game, which we will get into. Hits a transition three, right? A three that any human being who has ever played basketball would have shot. Okay, it's it was a fast break. They kick it to him on the wing, hits it, makes it great, awesome. They go up by like ten or something like that, and he gives the like big balls gesture. Okay, like it's it's I think Sam Cassell did this years and years and years ago. Okay, it was like. You put your hands down around your butts, your your balls, and you, you know, oh, look at me, I got my, I'm holding my big balls, whatever, okay? The gesture, Tyler Hero, if you're listening, I know you're not, but you're going to at some point. Whoever is, whoever knows Tyler Hero, tell him this is what the point of the gesture is, okay? The point of the gesture is, is that you just took a big shot. You just made a big play. Like, you had, you had the guts to do what you just did. You took a fucking three that any human being in any grade at any level would have taken. It was not a ballsy three. 
It was not a gutsy three. It was a three-pointer that if you did not take, you probably would have gotten benched, even if you sucked at shooting threes, right? Even if you were a, a, a third grader that <laughs> can't even get the ball, ball to the hoop, if you would have not shot that, you would have gotten benched. That's the, the gesture is not for, for when you shoot a three and you make it, you fucking moron, okay? Learn your gestures. When you, are, when you take a tough shot, like if you would have taken that shot up five, or let's say up, uh, let's say you're up, <laughs> let's say you're up two with 20 seconds left and you take a three, that's ballsy and you make it, then you do the gesture, okay? That's when you do the gesture. You don't do the gesture in the first half up 10 in what is the most obvious shot you should have ever taken, okay, Tyler? At least, at least let's learn something about the game and when these gestures are supposed to be made, okay? Going on from his offense to his defense. Let's talk about Tyler Hero's defense. I didn't even know. This is, I got this coming from, a, from, my, from another source in my house. Holy man, Tyler Hero got beat bad on defense today. That was, that was a clinic by Harper and Brown, both of them. Har, uh, Brown had in the 20s, and he, he put a lot of them on Hero. If, if you want to know why Tyler Hero is not going to make it in the NBA, and I get it, he's young, he's going to get better. But if you watched him play defense in the second half of that game today, that right there gives you it. Right there. He, anytime you want, anytime Harper or Brown wanted to get to the rack, got to the rack. God, just right past him. Absolutely right past him. He, Hero probably gave up 20 points on his own in the second half against Auburn, just guarding Harper or Brown. It was, it was awful. And, you know, Auburn tried to give that game away. They they did whatever they could. It was uh you know Brown was hot and then they didn't even give him the ball. The possession at the end was awful before overtime and they, you know they had a timeout. They didn't even get, they didn't even call the timeout. They just kind of ran a play. It was it was bad. But um, Tyler Hill did not look good today at all. He didn't. And if you're an NBA team, I think you look at that and you question: Can he play defense at a high level in the NBA? I think the answer is no. Obviously, you know I'm gonna, you you know I'm going to say that the answer is no. Maybe he can learn. Maybe he can learn. So we're going to move on. So that brings us to, I guess, the Duke Michigan State game, right? So we got Texas Tech, we got Virginia, we got Auburn in the Final Four. Not the ideal three at this point. Not the ideal three, right? Duke can save this. Duke goes to the go. Duke goes. Duke goes to the Final Four. They're going to save this. This is the ratings. They are going to save this. I thought for sure Duke was going to. Uh, Duke was going to blow Michigan State out. If we uh, let's rewind real quick, Virginia Tech, um, another <laughs> another another close game for Duke. Reddish doesn't play. I have so many, I have so many notes here. You know, like Reddish doesn't play. He's not starting. He doesn't play. And Coach K apparently comes out. Coach K was surprised by Reddish not playing. How are you, the coach, and you are surprised that Reddish is not like right before tip off? You learned that he wasn't going to play. That makes no sense. When <laughs> and it makes no sense to me at all. Uh, Trey Jones has the game of his life, like just hitting three after three after three. Um, it's 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 a, it's crazy, you know. O'Connell goes from not playing at all to to starting for Reddish, but again, like this is all this stuff. Like this is all stuff that I, at this point I feel like it's meaningless to talk about because the game was, it was you know it was Friday, it was a, a couple games ago, but you know the, everyone's focuses on the last again the last part of the game, right, where the guy missed the the putback. The game never should have got to that putback, right? So we all saw the Virginia Tech guy who was toe on the line in the base on the sideline, 
it doesn't it's it doesn't get called. The ref's not even looking. Like the ref's not even looking at it. this guy's saving the ball out of bounds, and the ref's not even looking at where his feet are, which is right there, awful officiating. And for whatever reason, not reviewable. Okay, so right there, the game probably should have been over. Duke would have had the ball. Then there a ball goes out of bounds, does not hit the line, does not. It does not hit the line. It's inbounds. It gets saved. Ref calls it out of bounds. So the ref ref says the ball hit the ball, hit the line. It's out of bounds. So the, Virginia Tech gets the ball back. Never should have happened, right? Ball was saved. Went back in bounds. Clock would have ran out. Game should have been over then. And then obviously they have the tip in that they miss. That's just like that's just the karma guys being like, yeah, you got you got you were out of bounds, and then this ball was saved, and it clock should have ran out. You're not sorry. You're not making this. So Henrik, I'm sorry you lost. Virginia Tech should not have won that game. At the end, that was all. That's just that's just the way it is. So we go to Michigan State game today. Really, just a really a game of runs. Obviously, Michigan State comes out. You know they take the lead for a little bit. They're up twenty-one eighteen. Duke goes on a twelve-zero run. They're up thirty to twenty-one. And I'm thinking to myself because I thought Duke was gonna. I thought Duke would blow Michigan State out because I just don't think Michigan State that's is that good. I'm like, this is over. They're gonna, they're, they are just gonna. It's, it's done. They're blowing this wide open. And then Michigan State ends the half on a 13 to 0 run. It was, all, it was a, the worst way you could end a half ever. RJ and Zion have eight turnovers at halftime. Just the two of them, eight turnovers at halftime. Zion has two fouls and two of the dumbest fouls ever. Like I'm watching this, and I'm just thinking to myself, how dumb are you? Like, what do you? He did another same thing he did against. I don't know who it was. It wasn't even against Virginia Tech. I think it was against UCF. Like at half court, he just goes and like just throws his shoulder into someone. What, what do you? You're not getting a steal. It does. It, it's the dumbest thing ever. So he does that. So it, the end. The half ends bad. Uh, Michigan State at some point I think has another like seven or nine zero run. I think Duke has another run in the second half. It's you know if you look at the the overall <laughs> game, you know it's the turnovers. Oh, free throw. Uh, we'll get free throws in a second. You know, fast, Michigan State, I think, was like was 15 fast break points for Michigan State and nothing for Duke. Duke, think about that. There are no fast break points for Duke. None. They have the guy that can jump the highest in college basketball, maybe the, the highest in, in basketball in general, that gets rebounds. He can't, and he can't, there's not someone leaking out that he can throw a pass to or that he's not streaking down court. The, the fact that they have zero fast break points is unbelievable. Michigan State gets a wide open three at the end to go up, which again, I, I don't know how that even happens. It's awful defense. And Zion again had a great game, right? He 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 was he was amazing. He is he is by far the best player in college basketball. Why is he not touching the ball every possession? RJ Barrett shoots a long three, ends up short. He takes a long or the uh, he takes a shot at the end. Zion, why is Zion? Why are we not posting Zion up every time? Why? I, it does not. It, it, it doesn't make any sense at all. It does not make any sense at all to me why Zion is not. And yes, you could say, well, Zion can't shoot free throws. Well, it worked out really well when RJ Barrett was shooting free throws. For God's sakes, I am so sick of people not being able to make free throws. I do not understand it. Okay, it's Zion's awful at it. RJ was, I think, it was sixty six percent from from free throws this year, and he was three or four going in the last, you know, the last two that he had. Of course, he misses the first, and then of course, even more fitting, tries to miss the second, and then he and then he makes it. And at that point, Duke has three team fouls, and there's like five seconds left, and there's just not enough time. Like they, you know, Michigan State had a they inbounded it, and there was no, I mean, Duke couldn't track down uh, 
Winston anyways, but they, they would have had to fall three more times. Like even if they would have contained it, it would have, the time would have ran out. So it's, it's frustrating. It's, it's tough. It, it, it's tough. Bigger kick in the balls too is eight, seven was the numbers. So uh, Conlon and I have uh, a squares pool. Just getting off track here real quick. We have a squares pool. We have numbers eight, seven, and we have five, one. And our, and our, the pool that we have the more money in is 5-1, and the smaller money pool is 8-7, and I got those mixed up. So I thought we actually won $800 after the 8-7, and we didn't. We, I think we won, we won like $200, so it's not bad. I mean, I'm not complaining about winning $200, but just it's like I got kicked in the nuts, and then right as it started feeling better, uh, I got kicked in the nuts again because I realized that it wasn't $800. It was, uh, it was $600. So we move on. We'll, we'll move on. I'm used to this, right? It's not like Duke wins a championship every year, right? They've won twice in the last 10 years. So I, I'm used to this feeling. I've learned as, as, as I become an adult, as much as I do act like a child, and as much as I swear and, and hit stuff and kick stuff while I'm watching Duke, I've learned to accept this, you know? And it's, it's, it's another year that Duke doesn't win the national championship. And it's tough. This one is a little bit tougher because... Because they were expected to, obviously, right? I, I ran into um, a guy that I that's a North Carolina fan. I ran into him on the first Thursday of college of uh, March Madness, and he's like, "You know, what do you think?" And I said, "It's." I said, "These years are tough. I don't like these years because the only successful thing that the only thing that can happen that is that would you know deem your your year as successful would be if you win the national championship, and that's that's a tall order. Like Duke should have like they're not a good they're not a good team. They're not." I think this was one of the worst, the worst coaching jobs Coach K has ever done. I really do. He had more talent than he has ever had, probably ever had. And he, he, it's like he just kind of almost said, here you go, guys. Have fun. Roll the ball out there and just go, go play. Go, it's, you know, it was like, like I said with Milwaukee, Washington. You know, they had uh, Foster and, and uh, the other two guys, and they're just like, ah, oh, go play. You guys are the best. You guys are talented. Go play. You can't do that. These guys need to know how to play. And and it's you have think about that you have three of the you have three guys that are going to be top three of the top six draft picks most likely in the NBA draft, and I know college and NBA is different. It you know translates differently and everything, but three of your guys are going to be in the top six picks, and you didn't even make Final Four. It's it's a disappointment, and it's it's a big 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 disappointment. And I think that Coach K just I, I don't know if he didn't know how to coach him, uh, didn't didn't think he had to coach him. Or uh, or what you know makes me wonder like would it would have been better if Reddish didn't play today, and you know, part of me makes me wonder if if, if RJ wasn't didn't play today because if you would have just if your if your focus point would have always been Zion, I think you go so much further right. He's so unguardable. If you watch the game today, you just watch him. He's just he's such a difference maker, and I get there's the worry that he's that he can't shoot free throws and he can't, but. Again, what what do we get without it? I mean, RJ can't shoot free throws either. It's not like we're it's not like we're you take Zion out and everyone else can shoot free throws. It's just it's disappointing. So it, it's a tough one because uh, I don't like these years. I don't like the years where they where I know they are one hundred percent supposed to win and they're favorites by a, a mile because it's every game is like you almost, and look they got caught right. They had two of the most amazing endings before this, and that you know they could have lost easily. And then now they just got, I don't know if they, got, they got caught, but I, I think they just, I don't know. I think, 
I, I think they just think that they can just kind of rely on talent too much, and, and you can't. It's not, that's not, not, college basketball, you cannot rely on talent. You need it, right? But you get these teams and these coaches that know how to coach and these teams that play together, and uh, they're going to take, you know, they're going to take, take top teams out. So we got a final four of Michigan State, Texas Tech are going to play, and Virginia and Auburn. And I don't even, I don't, I don't know. Um, my my buddy, my friend Sass, texted me today. He's like, I don't even. I'm not. I'm probably not going to watch. <clears throat> I I'm I'm obviously going to watch. I just don't know how much I'm really interested in. I don't even know who I want to win. I do not want Michigan State to win it. I actually I knew I know I want Texas Tech or Auburn to win. Auburn probably because uh, of them losing. You know, Okiki whatever with his ACL. I think I would like them. I'm not this. I'm not this guy that says I want Virginia to win because they're in the ACC and I'm an ACC guy. Let's make the ACC win. Screw that. No, I don't want. I don't want Virginia to win because they're awful to watch. They're boring as shit. I do not want them to win. I don't want Michigan State to win. Give me a Texas Tech Auburn championship. Let's just chuck up some threes. Let's get it like 190 and see what can happen. All right. So we've covered the we've covered the. Uh, March Madness, the final four. We've covered, you know, we've got the tournament going on here. Let's uh let's cover some uh follow-up items from the last week or so. As you know, last week we talked about talked about a couple things with Tyler Hero. We'll come back to the hero thing here, right? You guys know I love talking about Tyler Hero. It's kind of it's kind of bad. It really, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie, I get it, it's bad. So I was thinking about this NBA draft and stuff like that. Because, I mean, I'm watching him play defense today. I'm like, this is why he's not playing in the NBA. He can't guard anyone. And I made a comparison last week about uh, Dawkins. Like, I don't hear, I hear Hero in the mock drafts, but I don't hear Dawkins, okay? And I get a Dawkins is old, okay? So here was my, here was my comparison. And I'm, I think this is fucking spot on. If you're an NBA team and you're in the late 20s, would you rather draft Nick Stauskas or would you rather draft Malcolm Brogdon? You tell me. You want Brogdon? Or you want Stauskas? Which one? Because that's the hero. That's to me. That's who Hero's going to be. He's going to be Nick Stauskas, and Dawkins has got Malcolm Brogdon, Brogdon written all over him. That's it. So what do you? You tell me who you'd rather draft. I'm going Dawkins. Just saying. I know. Uh, it, you know we're all Bucks fans, right? Maybe we're not all Bucks, Bucks fans, but we. You know most people are probably listening are. Brogdon's been amazing. That you've seen how they played without him. It's tough. That's Dawkins to me. And Hero is Nick Stauskas. So you guys, you guys, uh, you guys decide. You, you, you GMs in the NBA, you, you tell me who you want. You're going to tell me. I know you're going to tell me. Hero, the hero story. Remember we talked about hero, the hero story last week about his dad and everything like that? I just wanted to kind of talk about stuff, uh, talk about it again. We had, a, uh, we had our eighth grade state basketball um, tournament this weekend, and this actually this is just kind of just it, this is the transition into the kids. This really has nothing to do with this weekend, I guess, but maybe it does. I guess in a little way. But I I think back about this hero story, and I just think about all the the kids that I kind of that you root against, and this is not just me. So everyone who thinks that I'm like the only guy that roots against high school kids or youth kids, there are plenty of parents that root against youth kids, right? And all of you parents that have that have kids or that root against youth kids i want you to just take a you know just take a s- step back as i say this and and admit it to yourself cuz you know it's true why do you root against these kids why 
Do you do you root against their root against them because they're better than your kids? Maybe, maybe sometimes you do. Maybe you just maybe you want your kid to be better and he's not. And maybe the, or maybe the people think that this kid's better, the other kid's better than he's and he really isn't. But for the most part, I'd say nine point nine times out of ten, if that's even possible, which would technically make it whatever. But nine times out of ten, we root against kids because of their parents, and mostly because of their fathers, right? That's why we root against kids. It, that's why I don't like Tyler Hero. I'm not a fan of his dad's. You guys all know I was not a Jordan McCabe fan. Leave it at that. Tyrese Halliburton was not a Tyrese Halliburton fan. Father related. Okay? I look at all these kids uh, that I have, and I've watched a lot of kids. You know, my, my kids are, I have a freshman and an eighth grader. I look at all these kids that I root against whether they're in fourth grade which is i I get it it's awful i'm hey i'm admitting something that everyone else has done you'll never oh i've never rooted against fourth graders yeah you're damn right you do you root against fourth graders because of their their because of their parents and probably because of their dad that's reality and i just i got started i started thinking about this hero stuff and i'm like you have all these parents these dads that are so loud and obnoxious that's why people root against kids right so you read this article and they're talking about, you know, Tyler Hero's this villain and, you know, and whatever. His dad, his dad created this, his dad created this scenario. That's a fact. His dad created this scenario for Tyler. And people can say that his dad made Tyler who he was. And this is why Tyler's been at Kentucky and he's so good and all this stuff. And Tyler's shy and blah, blah, blah. Tyler, Tyler's dad put him, put Tyler, Chris Hero put Tyler in a, in my opinion, in a bad situation. I want what's best for my kids, right? So, and now everyone's going to say, well, 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 you shouldn't make this podcast talking about, no, oh, you, no, people are going to hate your kid. Fine, I guess, whatever, go for it. I am not allowed an obnoxious person when I watch my child, right? This is why people do not like Tyler Hero, because of his father. John and I, Colin and I on Spread and Bread talked about this months ago, that we were not a fan of his dad, and that's why we did not like Tyler. This is what happens. So, like, parents, your jobs are to raise great kids. And, and I have no, again, I have no idea if Tyler is a great kid or not. But there is something to be said about knowing that people like your kid, that they want to support your kid and they want to be around him and they like him and all that. And I get it. I'm sure Tyler's a nice kid and people enjoy him and all that stuff. But I think it is a, an unnecessary position to put your kid in when you act like that and you make people dislike your kid. Jordan McCabe has a lot of hate. Tyrese Halliburton has a lot of hate. And a lot of it is, yes, it's jealous because their kids are good. The kids are good and all that stuff. But a lot of it is brought on by the parents. That is just, that is just reality. And I just, I didn't, I didn't talk about it, obviously, last week. I just, you know, I, 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 I record my stuff and then I listen to it and I put it out and then I, re- and then maybe it, stuff pops in my head. But most of these kids that are disliked are because their parents put them in a position to be disliked. And that's, that's where this Tyler hero thing comes from, you know, and the story and the story made it worse in my opinion. So I just wanted to, I I just want to talk about that. That's again, I'm sure Tyler hero is a nice kid. Uh, I think he acts like a jackass in the court uh, at times and whatever that's, that is just my opinion. I have every right to have that opinion. I have every right to speak that opinion on this podcast I, I thank Tyler Hero for giving me uh, plenty of 
material on the podcast. I just don't, I don't appreciate it and I do not like it. And this doesn't, you know, just go for Tyler Hero. Like there's plenty of kids that people root against and they're not even that good. Like they're not at Kentucky. They're just in a program and the parents are just, their parents aren't enjoyable to be around and you root against the kid because of that. I'm not, look, everyone can sit there and say, I cannot believe you're rooting against children and blah, blah. everyone be honest with yourself. Okay. You all root against kids. You do. It's, it's, it's just the way it is. It's the world we live in. There are very few of you that want every child to succeed, especially if you have kids, right? I've, I've told people I'm friends with like, no one gives a shit about your kid. They care about their own kids. Like they're looking out for their own kids. They do not give a shit about your kid. So stop giving shit about their kids, right? Look out for your own, look out for your own, right? That's, that is the majority of the world we live in, especially the sports. All they care about is their kid. They want their kid to have the, the leg up. They want their kid to do better. They don't give a shit about your kids. So I get it's great to be nice. Like it's, it's great to care. Like we need people that care in this world. Uh, but for the most part, parents are selfish, especially when it comes to their kids. And that's fine. I, it, I am not, I am not saying it's bad. I get it. I'm just asking parents to act uh, reasonable and be com- use common sense and be adults, please. And use normal, normal thinking and just don't be complete jackasses. That's, that's all I'm saying. Which brings us to the the sexist part of the podcast. I'm I'm so hesitant to do this. And the only reason, I shouldn't say the only reason I'm doing this, but the reason I am doing this, part of the reason I'm doing this is is because I have a I have a woman's opinion on this as well. Did anyone catch the McDonald's uh All American High School uh dunk contest? Did anyone? And if you did, pretty sure you know what I'm about to where I'm about to go with this one. Okay. So look, we've had over the years girls in the dunk contest, okay? Girls, women, whatever. It's, it's fun. Maybe it's not. But anyways, they've had girls in the dunk contest, right? Candace Parker won the dunk contest uh, years ago by dunking the ball with one hand. And I think that's great. I think it's amazing to watch to, to, for a girl to dunk a basketball. What I don't think is amazing is when girls get insanely high scores for dunking a basketball. And let me just, let me just, I gotta gotta be so careful with this. Thank God I can edit if I have to. So we we have a girls basketball game and we have a boys basketball game for McDonald's All-American, correct? Like that's for for a reason, correct? We have an NBA and we have a WNBA for a reason, right? There, everything is there. It's, it is, it is separate for a reason. I, I would, I would, I would assume that women uh, agree with all that stuff, right? I 100% agree with women should have equal pay and, and all that stuff with, in regards to the world. Okay. What I don't agree with, and again, I have, I have backing by women. What I don't agree with is that women, girls get treated differently in a dunk contest. Okay. So there's a, this, this is catch 22, right? Like we want to have what we want women and men to be tre- treated equally. Right. So then if we're in a dunk contest, and we're going to let girls in a dunk contest, can we not treat them equally? Can we not give them a 20 when their dunk is a fucking 20? But instead, we're giving them 50. So if you watch the McDonald's dunk contest, a girl won the dunk contest again. And if anyone watched the dunk contest, clearly was not the best dunker. Probably should not have even been in a dunk contest. Okay, again, I think it's amazing 
that girls can dunk. I think it's great. That that statement in itself says it right there. And maybe that's even sexist right there saying, I think it's amazing that girls can dunk. But they we sit here and we get a panel of we get like eight judges. And all the and the girl dunks it no matter what dunk she makes, she gets it's a it's a 10. It, it is a 10 and that is what's happening. And these guys are doing these insane dunks and they're getting like you know, nines. I where what are we what 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 are we doing here? Like, and it's cool. I, I know all the guys, everyone cheers for each other and it's great and I love it. But like, why are we, why are we doing this? What is, what is the point? I don't want to watch a dunk contest where a one-handed dunk that I can almost do probably now at 41 gets a, gets a, a perfect score. Okay. I, I just, I just don't get it. And someone in, uh, again, I don't think I'm being sexist. I think this is a real normal thought. That if you're going to put girls in the dunk contest, then treat them like they're in the dunk contest, like they're any other participant in the dunk contest. I don't know. Am I wrong? Or like, is that not like almost condescending? Like, hey, look at you. Good job. You dunked it. Here's an 80. Because they had eight judges. I know it's not 50. Hey, look at you. Good job. You dunked. Okay, here's an 80. Oh, wow. You, uh, you passed off the backboard and, and did a 360 between your legs. Eh. 74. 74. It's, it's, eh. You're okay. I, I I don't know. I I just think there's a better option. Okay? I just that's all I'm saying. I just I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair to anyone. I don't think it's fair fair to the girls that this is how it is and I don't think it's fair to the guys that lose to a dunk that is a dunk that was done in like 1970. So Oh, I think this is going to do it for straight ball. We're a good half an hour in. I got some, I have a bunch of other, I, you know, we're just going to skip some stuff. I just, again, Duke, it's been rough. It's rough. It was a rough, it was a rough day for me. I'm ready that the day, I'm ready for the day to be over. It's, uh, it's done. We got a final four that's iffy at best. Obviously, if you're fans of, the, of those four schools, you're, you're, you're thrilled. You're uh, excited. I'm going to guess it's, uh, it's Michigan State and Virginia are favored. I, Again, I want Texas Tech and I want Auburn. So we will be back at it on next Sunday, I would assume. You know what I told Jameson too? I'd like Jameson, if you if Duke wins at all, you come on the podcast with me? He said no. Ooh, speaking of coming to the podcast, I got two kids, two eighth graders that want to come on the podcast. We might do that next week. We'll see. Next week or the next two weeks. If they gave me an agenda, which was pretty good. I actually kinda of liked it. I don't know if we need to like put specific five minute time frames on it, but let's, let's, uh, let's have an agenda to talk about and we'll do that. Maybe we should talk about girls in the dunk contest and let, let, let us find out what these eighth graders <laughs> actually think that could be a, that could be a bad idea. So anyways, well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed the, uh, the sweet 16 and the elite eight. And I hope everyone has a wonderful week of work or play vacation, whatever you may be doing. I will, uh, I'll probably cry myself to sleep tonight because Duke is not in the final four. Again. But you know what? Either is Tyler Hero or Kentucky. So I actually might uh, fall asleep tonight with a smile on my face. Shouts out to the Lighthouse Inn in Two Rivers. That place is amazing. They did not pay me for this. We stayed there last night. The food is incredible. It oh, If you ever have just like a day or a night to just spend... For the hell of it, just to burn a day, go to the Lighthouse Inn in Two Rivers.
place is awesome. Very, very, very uh, cost effective, if you will. Not going to say cheap because it's not. I mean, it's it's inexpensive, but it's. I don't want to. I don't want to uh, take that place down by using the word cheap. It's inexpensive. The food at the at the restaurant is amazing. Uh, it's right in the lake. It's awesome. It is awesome. We were there last night and had a blast. And we're tiny. Are like we're going back there. We're gonna go back there every, every once a month. We're gonna go back there once a month. It's it's awesome. So maybe the Lighthouse Inn will be uh, a sponsor at some point in the future. But I just wanted to give a shout out to that because it was a we had a good weekend this weekend. It was fun last night. It was very fun. So, but everyone have a great week. This has been Straight Ballin'. We straight ballin'. <laughs>